0: Support for today's Heat Treat Radio episode is provided by Heat Treat Today's February 2023 Air and Atmospheres magazine. Go to www.heattreattoday.com forward slash digital editions to read about the latest in air and atmosphere furnaces. And welcome to Heat Treat Radio. Whether you're listening to us or tuning in via video on HeatTreatToday.com forward slash radio, we're glad to have you. We are thrilled to join a quote-unquote metallurgical poster child, Aniket Mask. Anikade has a strong background in metallurgy that you can read all about on www.heattreattoday.com because he was, in fact, an honoree in Heat Treat Today's 40 Under 40 Class of 2022. Doug Glenn, host of this podcast and publisher of Heat Treat Today, talks with Aniket about his history, his interests, and the most helpful resources that he uses as a practical, well-read, and published metallurgist.
1: Well, welcome everyone to a renewed episode series that we've done. We have not done one of these, what we call the Metallurgical Poster Children episodes for some time. Now, as you can see, we're not talking to children here, but that's just our name for it. So it's uh, it's fun to uh, to be back and, and doing this series of Metallurgical Poster Children. So I want to introduce you all to Aniket Mask, who is uh, a... 2022 40 under 40 award recipient from Heatree today so first off congratulations aniket on that award
2: thank you thank you so much it's a privilege and it's an honor thank you very very much
1: you're welcome you're welcome it's our privilege to do it and uh i actually have sitting right here beside me our magazine open to your page let me tell you, I, I was pretty impressed. I read down through that. I mean, we get 40 people every year. We've done, I think we've honored 200 people now in the last uh, five years or so. But mm-hmm. I was looking here, I thought before we jump into the interview and get, you know, into the, into some of the personal stuff, I see here that you actually have a book published by, what is it, Springer? Springer yeah. Publications?
2: Yeah, it
1: is. There it is. Okay, very good. Now now this is you. There's your name. I see it. Yeah. Aniket Thermoelectrics Fundamentals Material Selection Properties and Performance. Excellent. I'm so glad you brought that. So yeah. I don't think there are many of the people that we've talked to who can say they're the author of a book. So congratulations on that too.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. So what we want to do is uh, basically I'm just going to ask you some questions about life and your profession and things of that sort. We want to get a sense of what it was that uh, kind of the sense of the person of who you are, but also what attracted you into uh, metallurgy, heat treating, that type of stuff. Yeah.
2: So first and foremost, I'd like to thank you, Doug, and Heat Treat today for this opportunity to share the background, work experience, and basically something about myself. So, my name is Aniket, uh, and my last name is Maske. I was born in Ratnagiri, which is a coastal area in Maharashtra, which is in India. But I was raised in Aurangabad, which is a very historical kind of city, because the world-famous and Caves are over there. A replica of Taj Mahal, which is Bibika Magbara, is over there. And one of the panchakit, which is like a turning wheel with respect to the water, is over there. So I come from that kind of background from the city where I was raised. So I love that.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. So it and you went to you went to like high school and undergrad in India. Tell us about yes. that just briefly.
2: Yeah, I did my schooling uh, for my high school in uh, Little Flower High School. Uh, that was in Aurangabad. And I did my uh bachelors into College of Engineering Pune, which is uh, established in 1854, which is the second oldest engineering college in India and third in Asia. And couple of like uh, renowned personalities are from that school, like Sir Vishosharia, who is the first engineer, civil engineer in India, came from that on, on his honor. September 15th is called Engineers Day back in India, Sri Lanka and Tanzania. Uh-huh. And Mr. Kumar Patel, who is the inventor of C2 laser, like we are talking about metallurgy and material science, who is also a National Medal of Science honor in 1996, comes from the same schooling. So uh-huh. it's an interesting school.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very, very interesting. And then how about uh, how about grad school? How about graduate school?
2: Yeah, I went to graduate school in uh, 2013 in New Jersey, Institute of Technology in the East Coast in New Jersey. Uh, it was fun. And I did my research over there for thermoelectrics and tried to understand the different characterizations and all that kind of stuff. So it was really fun over there, too,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we spoke before well, I know right before we hit the record button, you were mentioning to us that you had a a, a group of of guys who who came over that you were in the same undergrad in India yeah. or were the same grad
2: school in in New Jersey. Our uh, same grad school uh, undergrad back in India, so back in I, India yeah very of my good good friends like Shlok and vishal nakate are from a uh, college of engineering pune a very renowned college and yeah. me and vishal are from new jersey institute of technology so we share that bond
1: very nice very nice so you got to, you got you get friends here that's super good that's super good so so yeah. you've been in, you've been in the States since basically 2013 then i guess huh yes gotcha gotcha excellent excellent So here, I'm always curious about this, uh, to know what it is that first attracted people into metallurgy and or heat treating. So what was it? I mean, at one point in time, you probably didn't even know what metallurgy was, right? I mean, what was it that attracted you and brought you into the industry?
2: I would say the curiosity. So when in early 2000s, uh, we went to Delhi, which is the capital of India, and I saw the iron pillar. I didn't even know the meaning of rust at that moment of time. I only knew, my parents used to say, if something is red onto the metal, don't touch it because it might be itchy or something kind of. So we went to the iron pillar and it was told like iron pillar is like, this doesn't even rust. It was built in around like 400 AD, which is like 1600 years ago, which is around 13,000 pounds, roughly 24 feet by 16 inch of diameter. And uh, that doesn't rust. That was my first interaction with respect to the metal. And my another curiosity is like, and it might sound really different, but why are the cars made of metal and not with plastic? I used to call plastic not a polymer at that moment of time. And that was really interesting, like why everything is made differently. And the one of the major um, important thing which I remember is early, uh, I think it will be 20 years on this February 1st in 2003, that is the Columbia space shuttle disaster. You know, that's that's really unfortunate. And the first uh, Indian origin, uh, Indian born or Indian origin uh, astronaut, Kalpana Chawla, first woman was in that. So, you know, that was something I was looking to and I saw onto the videos and then I started reading, what is the thermal soaking? What is the protective layer? How, what is the thermal protection system? How is 3000 degree Fahrenheit outside but the skin temperature inside should be 350 degree Fahrenheit. And that was my curiosity, you know to get yeah. into the metal industry.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so when was it specifically that you decided were you in the, in your undergrad, did you go into metallurgy?
2: Yeah, I did. I did my engineering specifically in metallurgical engineering.
1: Metallurgical engineering. You're one of the few, the proud way to go. That's that's excellent. Yeah. 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 We've talked here to a variety of people in the United States, how the uh, how the it it really is now material science. If you're going to go there, you know, there are very, very few schools that that use just metallurgy. So but but that's great. That's great. Yep. Okay. So what I'm curious, what did your family think when you decided to go in? Were they like, what are you doing, Anakat?
2: You know what, Doug? We really don't want to go there because, you know, I'm a black ship of my family. I'll see you why. Okay. I'm the only engineer in all my family. The rest of them are all doctors. All doctors. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I call myself I'm a black ship of the family. So you yeah. Everybody see me differently. So my mom uh, uh is there, my dad, Dr. Anasat Maske, he's a doctor. My wife, Sonal Mandale, she is a doctor, and she also have a master's degree in uh right now graduated in public health in epidemiology. So, okay. so epidemiology, you know, that's a hot topic these days. Yeah, oh, yeah. And she graduated right during the COVID time. So, oh, okay, okay. So well. it, it it was interesting, but my family was really supportive. Um uh, uh, one of my uncle, uh, Professor Vilas Karat, a renowned mathematician, he, uh, he helped me a lot to, uh, explore my, uh, curiosity and my family helped me a lot too. And that led into like, okay, you want to do it, you give it a try. So that was yeah. very helpful to be having a supportive family.
1: Yeah. Supportive family makes such a difference. Yeah. That, yep. That's great. That's great. So when you got to grad school in New Jersey, what did you, what was your focus of study there?
2: Uh, When I came over here, uh, I I was looking that the world is facing a major problem with respect to the green energy. We needed to find an alternative source, right? Because energy consumption was increasing and we want to prevent the environment at the same time. So I was uh, working with my professor, that is Professor Enam Ravendra, and uh, then we talked about something about thermoelectrics. What is thermoelectrics? What is the Peltier effect? What is the Seebeck effect? And this word sounds like very big, but the simple definition is if something is converting from electrical energy into temperature, or thermal energy, to a temperature gradient into electricity, that's the definition of thermoelectric. So you talk in thermoelectric modules. So and it's a it's it's a new kind of concept with respect to silicon germanium but it's also used into radioisotope thermal generators for the space. Like even in the Curiosity, uh, which is a mass rover, it was used in the RTD was used in that. So that got into me into like what I need to do with respect to the research and everything kind of in my undergrad.
1: Okay, great. No, of my grad, sorry. In your grad school, yeah, sure, sure. And And now we should mention, in fact, I don't think we did. Your current employer is who?
2: Is Automatic Springs product
1: okay? And and what are you, if you were, if you could summarize what you're focusing on there? What are you what are you doing at your current employer metallurgically wise?
2: Yep. Uh, so I just want to give a brief uh, intro about the company. Sure. Uh, Automatic Spring Product is a tier one and tier two automotive uh, company shipping to thirty three countries in six continents. The company was founded in nineteen fifty, and it's technology focused high volume manufacturing for customs uh, for the compression extension and torsion spring as the name says but we yeah. also do wire form flax spring stamping belleville wave washers sim washers and assembly uh, okay. we are so vertically integrated and have full spectrum providers of superiority quality metal products like we do assemblies uh, we have a tooling department we do heat treating in-house we have four temple lines which were installed in 1980s uh, we do heat treatment since 1960. We have 52 inline stress relieving ovens, uh, so we do uh, coating like fast coatings and all that kind of things in house. So, and we also do manual heat set, and we are one of the pioneers. We have a cobot, so which does a heat set on each individual part to make a Belleville washer. And that's only we do it over here. So, you know, there's a lot of heat treatment going around here and I'm a resident uh, expert for the automotive heat treatment and coating management for CQI-9 and CQI-12 that are the key requirement for the heat treat supplier as per the IAT of 16 uh, 949. And currently I'm um, the director of quality and the chief metallurgist for the company. And ironically my president of the company uh, which is very rare is also a metallurgist.
1: That is a little unusual. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, it's you can Steve speak Roland. the
1: same language. You can speak the same language to him. He'll know what you say when you mention austenite or Martensite or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, that's,
2: and that's a relief. That's a relief. And having that ton of experience and everything kind of, he was a president for Spring Manufacturing Institute. So he has tremendous oh, knowledge about the process. Beautiful. So we do all that kind of uh, kind of different processing and we have a lot of heat treatment in-house.
0: We'll return in just a moment, but first, a word from our sponsor. The Heat Treat Today Air and Atmosphere magazine presents excellent technical articles and insightful columns about your air and atmosphere furnaces. This edition specifically focuses on the unique role that tip-ups play for manufacturers with their own in-house heat treat. Additionally, if you want a dozen tips to help maintain your furnace, this installment of the annual Air and Atmosphere magazine feature has the perfect article for you. Accompanying these articles are features that highlight different types of radiant tubes, how to choose your thermocouples, and the critical role of controls. Access the Digital Edition on February 13th at www.heatreattoday.com forward slash digital editions and subscribe for free hard copies of the magazine at ww.heatreatoday.com forward slash subscribe. Now back to the episode.
1: I think we've got a good sense of you know where you came from, why you got into the industry and what you're doing now. So I want to ask you, I want to ask you something that's just a little bit more, let's just say a little bit more personal, if you will. What yep. what is the most I mean when you think about your work now? Let's just mm-hmm. say, or even maybe some of your grad work, but mostly the work you're doing now. what what is the most enjoyable? I mean what what really make puts a smile on your face about your work?
2: I'll say working together as a team because we say like serve and bless our customer, team members, community and a supplier. but the problem solving is the key for me. Mm-hmm. I love problem solving. Okay. and, and that's one of the key aspects for me. That's if I don't have problem solving to do or something, kind of, uh, I shouldn't be saying this, but sometimes I'll get bored. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Yeah, I want yeah. that spice in my life to do the problem solving.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's good. You know, you, it, it, you're you looking for a challenge, which is yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. Unfortunately, to be a problem solver, you got to have problems. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. a lot of those. A lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there is so much. I, I find it fascinating as much as we know about metallurgy and things of that sort. There's still so much we don't know. There's still so much.
2: There is, I think we only know, I don't, I'll say like very minimum amount of metallurgy right now. We, yeah. There are so many aspects which are still undefined. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. I think, uh, I think big data, cloud computing and things of that sort, we're going to see some amazing changes yep. over the next decades but yep. you know right now I think we're we're on the kind of a slow growth I think we're going to see asthmatotic I think it'll it will be very interesting anyhow I'm getting a little too too excited about that all right so now I got a question for you so you're out of school now but you seem like the type of guy that's going to keep himself well informed right do you do you have any and if you don't that's okay but do you have any recommendations to other people in the industry about resources that you currently use to keep current? On yep. your metallurgy knowledge,
2: yeah, uh, uh, I uh, definitely use the ASMs uh, with respect to their portals. Uh, but uh, one of the thing, Doug, I really want to thank you and the Heat Tree Today is like uh, that's really good to get that information with respect to the magazines. What we get from Heat tree Today, mm-hmm. you know, that's that keeps us onto the edge. That gives us the information, even the daily notifications. What we get around that's really great. Yeah. Uh, I look into the industrial heating. I keep in touch with, through LinkedIn, but you know, uh, heat treat today helps me a lot too, and I'm following it for a long time.
1: Yeah, great. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and we find we find consistently across the board people also are speak very highly of ASM. So I want to mm-hmm. give them a plug as well. I think that's important. They've got yep. some, they've got some excellent excellent courses and things of that sort. Yep. Okay, so wrap it up. I want to, uh, well, getting closer to the end here. I want to ask you a couple either-or questions just for fun. All right, this is kind mm-hmm. of the rapid. This is the, the rapid round, right? So, yep. just are you a Mac computer user or a PC guy?
2: Hundred percent PC.
1: Hundred percent PC. Okay, yep. very good. I'm not even going to ask why on that one. I can answer uh, that
2: because uh, <laughs> I I like to be a PC person. Yeah. Mac is too cosmetic for me and too aesthetic for me and the software like MATLABS and everything kind of initial time, they were all PC oriented, you know, yeah, that's why yeah. I stuck to that.
1: Okay, good, good. All right. So here's another one, a little closer, near and dear to our heart over here at the, in the publishing business. Are you, when you consume your, your media digital mm-hmm. or print?
2: I'll say I like it to be printed. To be on my hand because I have a habit of writing the notes on it, marking it all the time. But at the same time, I like to keep an electronic copy with me. Yes. So at the if if you are sitting over, you can just glance it through and read it. So it's easily accessible, you know. Yeah. But I'll prefer both print and uh, media copies. Yeah, yeah,
1: that that is that is a great answer, and it's not unusual. You know, yep. a lot of people find the same, you know, there's advantages to each. So, yep. yeah, good, good. Okay, uh, so I think you're happy in your work, so no no, no problem there. But if you had to change jobs, yep. uh, would you be looking for a job that was very flexible as far as work schedule, or would you go for high pay?
2: I'll always go for the flexible job. Is that work right? Work schedule. Yeah, because, you know, uh, keeping that balance in life with respect to getting it, through, uh, getting the things done, you need to be productive and all that kind of things. Uh, I think flexible work schedule is really good because you need to balance a professional and personal life. Yeah. And if you have skills and you have flexible work schedule, I think pay will follow, you know, that kind of industry and that kind of world we are living into. So I like yeah. to focus on to the flexible schedule work.
1: Yeah, good, good. Dad. That's very interesting. Very interesting. So three more three more quick questions. Three more quick questions. Uh, dream job. I'm sure the people at I'm sure the people at uh, Automatic Spring know that you're happy in your work. but let's say that you didn't have to worry about money. what would what would you do? What would be your
2: dream job? I would like to get into innovating a better future for our next generation, okay, Yeah. And, and and that's uh, something we do into our day-to-day lives, like even with the small things of uh, looking at the environment or looking as a metallurgist or a materials science fellow or a person who practiced that, just practicing into our day-to-day lives. And yeah. that's what I want to do. So I want to encourage people, like that might be into the teaching kind of field. You know,
1: yeah. I like yeah. to
2: interact with the kids. I just want to ask the question to the kids in physics where I used to teach in NJIT was, why does water looks blue? You know that kind of stuff to relate it to the core. So that's what I love. So I do the same thing in my company. I I communicate with them a lot. So you'd be you you might be
1: a teacher. I mean that's maybe what you would love to do.
2: Yeah, uh, an an academic uh, person with industrial experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's that's outstanding. That's a great answer. All right, so let me ask you this. Here's another one for you. What do you do with your free time? When you're not working, what's your favorite what's the favorite thing?
2: I like to spend uh, time with my wife. We go on a long drives and my zen moment is when I cook food. So hey, good so, for you. Yeah, and, and 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 the best thing is I like to read and it's just not about the uh, any kind of technical things. Yeah. I can pick up any newspaper and start reading so I love reading that's you my piece
1: So have you read what's a, a recent book you read that you yeah that you I was
2: yeah I was reading the book for uh, Howard Business School had just published uh, a, a a book kind of which is like I, I follow the Howard Business Journal because I did organizational yeah. leadership from them uh, they had a book which uh, has like 100 influence uh, influential articles from the last century published over there. So I'm reading you know. through that and glancing through, seeing how that uh, increment, how that industrial trend and the goals are being achieved. Because goal is one thing, and getting into the right trend is one thing. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Very I'm interesting. Sort of Very out. interesting. Good, yeah. good. That's great. All right. So let me. Here's the last question for you, because uh, I think people always learn from other people about different tools that they use, and this doesn't have to be business at all, And mm-hmm. It can be. It can be anything. Tell me your favorite either app. Movie or magazine, and Heat Treat Today can't be the answer. You can't say that.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. fair. <laughs> that was well. That was my first choice, but you took it. <laughs> so I need to think that So I like to uh, look and uh, I like Indian movies a lot. Yeah, like uh, Lux. Uh, Lux was one of my favorite movie. Uh, with respect to app, I like to read um, the newspapers, apps, kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. works with journals and try to keep in touch with respect to Times of India too and all that kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And, and magazines, I glance through technical magazines or sometimes I go around at the airport and find something interesting. Yeah. Just as a gossipy thing, I will read that too. It's not yeah. that particular thing. Yeah. So, You're a love- reader.
1: You're a reader. Yeah. I can tell. What was, the, what was the movie?
2: I missed it. Laksh. Uh, Laksh. Lakshya okay. is a movie which is a very uh, good in India, which is a motivational without a person goes into the army when all the fellow friends of him feels like he is not that goal-oriented person, and oh, okay. then, then he's very much focused on to that to achieve it, saying like, yeah. if you decide, you will achieve it, kind
1: of. Okay. How do you spell it? Just because I, I, I'm not sure I, I, I've heard.
2: L-A-K-S-H-Y-A.
1: A- okay. All right. Well, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yep. That's good. That's good. Yep. All right. Well, Annika, thank you so much. I, I really good to get to know you a little bit. Listen, if we're ever around and we can visit together, we'd love to do so. And uh, it's uh, just been a real pleasure talking with you. It's, it's
2: my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you for this opportunity once again. And it's a privilege and honor to be here.
0: We hope you enjoy listening to today's episode with Annika Mask. Help us help others by giving Heat Treat Radio a five-star review or a like on any platform where you are listening, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Podbean. You can also read the transcript or access both audio and video recording of the podcast on heattreattodaycom forward slash radio. If you'd like to learn more about Unicade, head over to automaticspring.com or email me and I can put you in touch. My email is bethany at heattreattoday.com. The next time you tune into Heat Treat Radio, hear your topic discussed. Shoot me an email with your technical topic idea that you wanna hear discussed so we can make it happen. Also, if you'd like to sponsor a future episode, let me know at bethany at heattreattoday.com. Heat Treat Radio would like to thank Heat Treat Today's February, 2023, Air and Atmospheres Print Edition for sponsoring this episode. Read all about tip-up furnaces, radiant tubes, and air and atmosphere furnace maintenance tips at www.heatretoday.com forward slash digital editions. This and every other episode of Heat Treat Radio is the sole property of Heat Treat Today and may not be reproduced in part or in whole without advanced written permission from Heat Treat Today. And I'm Bethany Leone. Thank you for listening.